Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. <coughs> okay. <laughs> no, no one took the lead there, guys. We all kind of just waited. A little bit of dead air and a cough. <coughs> yeah. Anyway, so welcome to the first episode of TVBS, guys. Are you excited? So oh yeah. Excited. Okay, so. What do you guys think? Game of Thrones. Oh, well, man, uh, it was a good first episode. Yeah, yeah. Solid stuff. Very exciting. Yeah, I was I mean, pretty much out of where, breath where by the begin? opening credits. Oh, uh, man, let's start like, with the first scene. The Arya scene? The, uh, yeah. With the bells on, man, that was like a way to open. I know, right? Did, did you guys see it coming? Well, I was well, like, wait, she killed him. I, I, yeah, I, like, you're not alive. How are you here? Is this a flashback scene? And I'm like, oh, wait, now I know what's up. Okay, right, right, right. I see what's yeah. happening. Yeah, as soon yep. as he mentioned that it was his second feast in a week, then I was like, oh, oh, everyone's about to die. Yeah. That was great. Okay. Uh, so then the scene after that was uh, Lint, uh, winter literally coming. Like the, the, yeah. the blizzard scene with uh, yeah. all the White Walkers walking towards it. Like, yeah, that was you guys can know? only see the giants. Oh, man. Zooming in on that giant's face was intense. I know. A giant zombie's terrifying. <laughs> Giant zombie. Okay, so then we move on to uh let's see, I, I wrote down Braun. What is he okay, yeah, he, he finally uh got past the wall. Yeah, he's returned to the wall. That uh, was interesting when they Yeah, I was confused there for a second. Braun's the other it's guy. Just... You're thinking of Bran. Brand, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we even talked to Braun this episode. Uh, no. That was one I was thinking about when we were uh, coming out with our death pool. Uh, he's probably gonna die pretty soon. He would have been a good one to bet on. Oh, oh. they had their chance and they didn't. So I, th- I think he's good. Well, we didn't have any uh, didn't have any main character deaths yet, so our our gamble's still going. Yeah. Yep. I was expecting they'd kill someone off in the first episode, but I guess they well, have yeah. all their popular characters left. I mean, an entire the entire house of Frey's is someone. <laughs> no, that's they important. Yeah, not really. I mean, I don't think that there's anyone in that group that we know the name of besides the old dude. Fucking Walder. His death at the end of the last season was just so amazing. It was just so satisfying. And then seeing her take his face off of herself. Okay. Anyway, yes, Bran is past the wall. Woohoo. I I I am curious as to how a disabled boy and a girl hauling his ass on a sled was able to outrun a fucking ice horde of dead guys. 
How they even fucking get there? Uh, remember just last dragging him. They, they were saved by uh, the uncle. Yeah, but the uncle he showed up after he got him into range of the wall because he can't go past a certain distance. Oh, of that's right. Benjamin. I forgot about the Benjamin thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but then uh, he ditched what, and. What, and the he area they're in, they're safe because the White Walkers can't approach that area yet. They have to break a seal or something still, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Brandon the Builder put some fucking enchantment around the fucking wall or some shit. <coughs> Sorry. Well, well the but wall yeah. is enchanted, right? It's a, it's a magic yeah. wall. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's part of it. Oh, what's the what's the name of the guy at the Night's Watch that was there from the beginning and Jon Snow's friend and he let him in? The, Do you think he's going to live? Uh, Ooh, what is his name? I can't remember. I think he's the leader of the Night Watch even now. I think yeah, Jon left it in his hand. Yeah, he took he took over, huh? Yeah. I thought it was interesting. He's like, uh, are you guys wildlings? No. <laughs> oh, okay. No. <laughs> Well, they're, like, confused because they're like, what What the hell's going on? Why are these two people here? <laughs> Do they even care anymore? The wildlings are already past the wall. Yeah. What was that well, noise? Well, they just... What? What was that noise? Someone crying? What? What? I heard a baby crying. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, we get the scene with uh, John and uh, his his crew there, and he's uh, deciding if he's going to give people who betrayed him their land back. Oh, the car starts and the umbers. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah I, the... I, was, I was welling up at that scene. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's such a leader. <laughs> I was wondering about I, it, like, is it the right decision or is it a weak decision? No, it's the right decision. The North needs to band together. Also, he's uh, trying to go with more of an idea, don't punish the sons for the father's sin. I mean, I agree with that, but, but still, I mean, you know, like, you're just going to like leave it to a couple kids and like, oh yeah, they're, they're not going to betray me because they're children. Whoa! Those nor- northern children, that like girl from Bear Island, she had more yeah, respect than any of those so men great. in that room. <laughs> they all listen to that girl. <laughs> I can't let we can't let women fight. Like, are you kidding me, bro? <laughs> I just love how it's like a little ten year old girl, and she just makes them all ashamed of themselves. <laughs> She's awesome, isn't she? <laughs> she is probably the fiercest warrior in that room. Oh, yeah. Oh, Give her another she's 10 years, guy. she'd be killing them all. <laughs> Is she adorable? I mean, I kind of find her really adorable the whole time. <laughs> she's like a little bear cub. She's from Bear Island. Yeah, Mormon. Oh, speaking of Mormon, fucking Jorah, arms all jacked up. Yeah. That was, oh, yeah. How, how the hell is Jorah there? Well, because I, I he's looking like, for a cure. Yeah. Well, yeah, but how did he get there, though? Well, she ordered him to, by whatever means, cure yourself. And Old Town is probably the best shot he has at finding a cure. So the fucking maester is all around. I mean, the reasoning behind it makes sense. I'm just talking logistically. How the hell did he get all the way there? He's Jorah? Fuck, I don't know. You know what I'm pissed about, logistically speaking? Fucking Arya made it all the way to the the twins. That means she was more or less in the north. She couldn't fucking take half a week to pop up to Winterfell, say, hey, I'm alive, I'm going to pop down to... King's Landing nope. and go murder the Queen, but just so you know, I'm alive. That couldn't now, happen. Uh, you remember, though, with the uh, scene when uh, she meets the singing band and stuff? 
if you notice, they were all referring about how they wish they would have gone home and not to war or whatever. Yeah. Not not enlisted and everything. I think that was to kind of illustrate how she made the choice to go to kill Cersei over going to see her family again. She made a decisive choice to do one or the other. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I I was too overcome with rage over the fact that Ed Sheeran was there for no fucking reason. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? Well, yeah, that would have been like the deeper meaning of that scene because they're all talking about how they wish they had stayed home uh-huh. and then they, how they wish they'd have a daughter because the daughter takes care of the... <laughs> oh, fuck, that went right over my head, too. God damn yeah. it. Rage has clouded my ability <laughs> to see <laughs> Big time, wow. I was really hoping that she was going to kill everyone there. <laughs> I was, like, thinking they were going to turn out to be rapists and she was going to kill them. Oh, yeah, yeah something like that, you know? Too. I was really hoping they weren't going to take that comment about killing the queen as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's, like, what, a 14-year-old girl? How old the, is that actress? Cause oh, I, I was wondering that when, when they offered her wine and she's like, yeah, I'm old enough. And, like, are you? You look like you're five. No, she's. I think she's in her late teens, early twenties. Really? Still? Yeah. Yeah. No, she's, she's not. not same, she's the same age as Sansa. Uh, the chick who plays Sansa. They're the same age. I mean, I thought she was like fourteen seven years ago. They were all pretty young when they got on the show. Yeah, I don't know what age she is on the show, but I know in real life she is an adult. Yeah. Sansa's not that old. I don't think Sansa's even 20 yet. Well, I mean, time-wise on the show, like only like six months has passed or something, right? No. Maybe. It hasn't been that long, I don't think. (laughs) Fuck yeah, it has. How so? I mean, I mean, they don't have years, so. Oh yeah, right. Like, yeah, how do you measure that? Yeah, you're born during the long summer. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I, I don't think that much time has passed. Wait, they, you never hear them refer to specific ages of any of them, do they? Do they ever say I'm 20 years so. old? Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe they don't even keep track of their age. Hell, maybe years don't, have passed by in this show. Isn't there a thing where, like, don't people age a lot longer in Westeros? I don't know. Have you, have either of you read the books? I've read, no. like, the first few books. So you know a little bit more about the science than any of us do. Uh, there wasn't much science in the books. either. I mean, like... Uh, there's differences between the books and the show. Like, um, uh, what's her name? Brienne of uh, Tars. There was supposed to be a point where she ran into the uh, the Flame Colt guys, uh, whatever their group's called, that uh, the Hound's with right now. Right. She was supposed. To, her and Podrick were supposed to be captured by them at one point. And because uh, Podrick was wearing Lannister colors, they were like, we're almost killed by a hanging. And that's how, like, the booking ended. But I think they survived it. But, yeah, they're going to get hung and everything. But that thing never happened. Hmm. Well, and there's, like, the a lot of small... There's a lot of small just differences between the books and the movies. They're very right. similar but different. And it makes sense, the changes they make in the show. Right. Um, anyway, speaking of the hound, he he's finally seen Jesus. Yeah, he's finally seen Jesus. <laughs> I, I, what, do you, what do you think is going to happen with him now? Do you think he's going to be uh, be all about the gods now, or no? He's still going to be a miserable no. prick. 
Well, I mean, he has to be a believer now, right? I mean, he saw a vision. I mean, well, he's, well, I, he's been a... Go ahead, Andrew. Oh, I was going to say, I think he's just going to have a... He's just going to go more for a redemption route than a uh, any other belief or salvation, just more of... I feel a little bad. I want to feel better before I die. But I don't think he's worried about that. Been a believer since the first time way back when, when he saw the guy get brought back to life. He saw that shit with his own eyes. So at that point, he fucking knew something was up. So yeah, but he didn't believe it though. He's just like, ah, oh, some fucking god bullshit, whatever. Well, I don't think it really matters to him. In his mind, he doesn't care one way or the other if it's real or not. He just thinks it's stupid because if there's a being that's so powerful, then why is everything shit? <laughs> so there's no reason for him to believe in this higher power because in his mind, this higher power is shit. <laughs> well, he has no reason to believe that the sun god is powerful at all. Yeah. He brought a guy back to life. That's pretty fucking powerful to me. Well, yeah, but that's about it, all he can do. Show people visions in the fire. He can't really like do anything, though. Yeah, so I just don't think there's any reason for the gang to feel like he needs to truly be in this thing. I'm sure he believes something exists. Not just bringing people back to the life. I'm sure the Hound heard tales of what happened to uh, that one Baratheon dude. Fucking dude blew up or whatever with the the sun god spirit. Right? Are you talking about the, the dark shade thing that killed him? Yeah. So it can not only kill things, it can fucking, or it can not, not only bring shit back to life, it can kill. It's powerful. But that wasn't, he wasn't acting on his own, though. <laughs> the sun god can't do anything on his own. He has to act for others. I, I'm thinking that the sun god is kind of the opposite of the um, ice king. Oh, uh, yeah. It's just kind of like thinking that it's not more of that he's the savior or anything, but it's more of like he's the opponent or nemesis from the south to the Ice King in the north, and they're both always trying to conquer each other. And that's why their powers are limited, but now that magic's returning and everything, with the return of the dragons and everything, and everything getting unstable, both of them are gaining more and more influence over the world. Magic is returning. I haven't thought about it like that. Because, like, uh, one of the things you see with the, uh, like, remember in the last season when uh, uh, the uh, woman in red saw the, uh, she went to um, the uh, group with the uh, guy who died, the Clay Gang, mm-hmm. the group that he's with right now. When she went and she saw, she's like, wait a second, how did you, a low priest level like you, drunk, bring back this guy. That's way beyond your ability. Even I can't do that. You haven't gotten that achievement yet. You have to go on more quests first. Um, yeah. But uh, but you remember how she was shocked by that? And then that's when she realized that the uh, Lord of Fire is having more and more influence. Any idea where or, she is? Yeah, what do you think she's up to right now? Metasomic. Hiding. Just hiding? Hiding. Well, because her uh, Lord of Fire failed her, and then the one she believed to to save the day, John John, uh, banished her, exiled her, and if she ever shows her face to the North, she'll be executed. She has no allies in the South because she had allegiance both with John and uh, Stannis. But she's not afraid of dying. She uh, she just wants to live her life for whatever part the sun god has played out for her. Yeah, and I'm thinking she's going to just hide and bide her time for now and wait until there's a the time she's needed. But right now she's just hiding because there's nothing else she can do. <laughs> I, I don't think that we've seen the last of her yet. Oh, I'm not saying we've seen the last of her. I'm just saying she's hiding right now. <laughs> Well, for how long? We don't have that that many episodes left. We got like 19. Yeah. A fair amount of episodes. No, we don't. 
We have uh, uh We have thirteen. I guess that's not that big of a difference in stuff. Yeah. Like she could come in at the end of the season and that's still like a long break. And who knows how much time passes in between each episode. I wouldn't really say she's hiding now. I just think that she wasn't in this episode. I'm thinking she's going to be sane, though, until there's some point that she's going to suddenly be needed, and that's when she's going to return. Don't don't forget, they skipped skipped Bran for an entire season one year. So she just... Yeah, that's true. Don't Don't get your hopes up. So that's what I'm saying is there's, there's not that much time left, so if they're going to use her at all, they got to do it at some yeah. point soon. She's anyway. just on the back burner. We've been skipping around a lot. Uh, let's go back yeah. to John and Sansa at Winterfell. Um, so after their their meeting, the two of them uh, go up and walk her around and they start talking about Cersei. And that's something that I wasn't even thinking was on their radar at all, you know? Yeah. Because of how, uh, like Sansa said, like how much he is uh, obsessed with uh, the war to the north, that uh, he's not really thinking about the south. And, I mean, for good reason. They kind of seem like they're completely different shows, you know? Oh, yeah. No, uh... Yeah, I think, uh... John, uh, he's underestimating what Cersei's willing to do. And uh, Sansa doesn't realize how horrible the Night Walkers are. <laughs> I suppose, but, yeah. But what but she can have... Cersei do? I mean, she really didn't have much left. Yeah. Like Jamie said, oh. she's got about three kingdoms under her with with loyalty. Yeah. So is she really a threat at this point? Yeah. No, no, no. That's, I mean, she... that's that's why I'm thinking like uh John, he knows she's not a threat militarily from a military standpoint. Everyone in the military knows she's weak I... right now and she's on the losing side. But Cersei is known more by um Sansa on a personal level, and Sansa knows that even if she's on the losing side, she's even more dangerous in a situation like that because you can't predict what Cersei's willing or capable of doing. How powerful are are the Lannisters? Because, I mean, it seems like they've lost everything now, and they're still somehow very powerful. I mean... Well, the name is enough to allow them to probably borrow more money. Mm-hmm. They can borrow on their name, so there's that. They Not got a sure. lot of bannermen. Yeah. Though the only place they can borrow would be Bravos. I think their name's still good enough to borrow in Bravos. Maybe. Maybe. I, I have no idea. I mean, the kingdom was bankrupt, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah, uh, that was caused by uh, Robert. He put the kingdom yeah. in massive debt. Another thing I'm not understanding: how the hell did what's his name, the Uncle Greyjoy, like, why You're does wrong. he just? Yeah, why does he just have? the greatest fleet in the world. They just built it just now? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, he's like the greatest captain in all the seas, like he said, like he, in the books when he's introduced. He's a, he's a very radical thinking type guy, but he, when he was banished from the Iron Islands, he like took over pretty much all of the pirates. He himself is a great pirate. Uh, is a great shipman and he can and any people to see tend to follow and listen to him and he knows well, how this thing works those boats I missed that. Yes. yeah okay so I missed that so when he became the ruler of the Iron Islands did he bring with him a bunch of pirate ships or something well in the books 
because when he was banished, he had no other option than to become a pirate. So he built himself his own fleet, and they were technically pirates. Because if you think about it, the Iron Islands are all kind of just pirates. What do they do? They pillage and sail. (laughs) And because they don't take and grow anything of their own. So they're kind of just that mentality anyway. That's their culture. That's what being an ironborn is, pretty much. Right. Taking what you want. And so anyways, he goes off and everything, and he makes a big name for himself across the world. Like, everyone has heard a story about him. I I mean, it just seems really weird Mm -hmm. to me that Yara and Theon took all their ships, and they're like, we're going to build new ships. Hey, we have the greatest Arbata now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's talking <laughs> up his game, too, because he's trying to get hitched, man. And also, they uh, took a thousand of their best ships. They still had more ships than the thousand. I thought they were building a thousand ships. They were building more ships. Oh, okay. Well. They, he already ordered for them to build more ships. Um, and, they, uh, and Theon and his sister, they took the best ships from the fleet and took off. But they weren't able to take all of them because they wouldn't be able to man all of them. So they they took a good chunk of the fleet. They just built better ships. It just seems strange to me. Yeah. Those ships are shit. Yeah. Watch them go up against the fucking dragon. Yeah, right? I'm so excited for that clash. Um, What do you think his gift is going to be to Cersei? Uh, I think he's going to try to go... Kidnap Tyrion. He's going to kidnap Tyrion? That's my guess. Oh, that'd be a good... That'd be a good gift. That's what I was thinking about when when he said... uh, you should try killing your brother. It feels great. Okay, I've got... Uh, I, I was just thinking... What were you saying? Go ahead, Andrew. Oh, I was, just, I was just remembering something in the books that they haven't shown in the show at all. Now it's further back in the books than the show is currently. But in it, like, uh, the King of the North, he had a uh, horn that... Uh, supposedly could bring down the wall if used, but he didn't want to use it because he wanted to keep the wall up to keep the undead and white walkers out, but it was going to be his uh, no other option card, but he ended up not using it. And then, uh, but the current guy, he had a horn in the book where it was supposed to do something with the sea, like call creatures of the sea to follow him. Or some crap like that. Do you think that's going to come up in the show? I don't know. Because, like, they haven't mentioned anything about horns or anything. And they're very vague on exactly what the horns even did in the books. And it's just like, I just noticed they've never brought up these horns. Because there's two of them. Okay. Well, we'll see if that happens. Yeah. That was just something from the books mentioned. Sorry. When uh, Jamie first entered the room with Cersei, uh, I felt so tense there. I thought that he was going to bitch slap her or something. Because <laughs> we hadn't seen them interact since uh, Tommen died. And uh, season uh, six ended with uh, him entering the throne room and just staring at her angrily, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting dynamic going forward. Yeah, she's just losing her mind now. Uh, I think she's always had her mind lost. It's just she has <laughs> even more pressure now. So now it's really gone. <laughs> she's gone into full bitch queen mode. I want to know, like, he kept on trying to get her to do something different, but... What was he? What was his plan? What did he think that they should do? Not he was, just not go to war or what? Yeah, wait out the winter. 
wait out the winter, find allies. There's no reason to go to war right now because if they don't build up for the winter and if they don't keep their peace with the Tyrells and everything, to just go on the defensive and just try to survive the winter because he's like, we can't fight a war if we're starving. <laughs> Wait, so what does she want to do? She wants to fuck everyone up. Everyone? Whatever the cost. I mean, really what they should do is somehow try to make some sort of a pact with John that they'll fight his war against the northern armies if they'll help them defend themselves against Daenerys. The Starks and Lannisters will never, ever uh, make any agreement. (laughs) But they should. Can't we all just get along? I'm sure the Lannisters would be willing to do one, but the Starks would never accept one or want to do one with the Lannisters. Starks just want the Lannisters dead. Who who does she have left? Let's think about this. Can you think of what possible kingdoms are still under her purview? King's Landing. King's Landing. Uh, Iron Islands now. Iron Islands. No. Uh, Potentially Iron Islands. So King's Landing, Iron Islands, and their home, Casterly Rock. Casterly Rock, yeah. And the Freys and the... uh, who were killed. Oh, the phrase. Well, you know, the phrase are all dead. So fuck them. Yeah, but well, the main phrase there. is dead. I mean, their their armies are still there. Yeah. Uh, that, that I'm sure they're just going to inherit those armies now. Yeah, I guess. Um, who are the people that like they uh, that uh, Jamie and the phrase uh, beat at the end of the last season? Um, they got them to stand down. Who was that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh uh, when they killed the uh, the blackfish. Oh, Mo Kalen. Yeah. Yeah. So there's them. Who is them? Or, or are you talking uh, about Riverland? Riverland? That's Riverdale. Yeah. Riverland. Yeah. Yeah. Riverdale, the fuck are you? Riverdale. I think I just mentioned. Uh, I think that's a show on the CW. Riverdale, <laughs> thinking about it. Wait, isn't Riverdale <laughs> a place in uh, um, the Lord of the Rings? That uh, yeah. probably. That's Rivendell. Oh, Rivendell. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Riverdale anyway. is the city in the Archie comics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyways, the Riverlands, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that's uh, that's Catelyn Stark's family. I doubt they would align with the Lannisters. Well, no, okay, so that, that's what I'm talking about then. Who, who are the people that uh, that Jamie fought against uh, at the end of last season? Um, and that's when he was having the big party with the phrase. Are you talking about the that was that. Yeah, he he attacked the they they were holding laying siege, but the all the phrase sucked at military, and he came up, gave a speech, they opened the doors, and only the blackfish died, and everyone from the uh, right who are the riverlands are captured. Wait, th- those are the riverlands. Yeah, where so the blackfish was captured. Or okay, killed, so they have actually they have that captured. Then they don't need to to make an alliance with them. That's theirs now. Yeah, but they don't gain any military force from it currently. Oh, oh, okay. In fact, it just spreads them out because it's just more land for them to try to hold and maintain. Uh, during that that opening or. Um, when Cersei and Jamie were walking over that map on the ground and she was like laying down like we have these to the south, these to the north, these to the east and these to the west. Everyone's coming at us from everywhere. 
I mean, it just mm-hmm. really made them seem like, oh, you guys are fucked. I mean, come on. Is this even a story anymore? I mean, you guys are just done. That's why I'm saying the thing with Sansa not underestimating Cersei. I think everyone's going to go into underestimating Cersei because she's in such a bad position. But that's when Cersei's at her most dangerous. Probably self-destructive. She's going to screw herself just as much as she screws everyone else, but she won't care because she's screwing everyone else, too, at the same time. That's the type of person she is. <laughs> like, she's totally going to kill Jamie, right? Like, that's that's going to happen. No, I think Jamie's going to kill her. It would be fitting that the Kingslayer also killed the Queen. I mean, that'd be nice, but... I feel like well, Jamie's going to yeah. somehow try to help out Tyrion at some point, and then Cersei's just going to kill them both. No, oh. I think... I think when he's going to choose Tyrion over her in the end. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah, what she's like you were saying. But I think he's going to kill her because she's going to try, be trying to kill Tyrion. Or he's know. killing I, her because... She might want to do something horrible, killing a bunch of people like the Mad King who he originally killed. Seeing her get lost in her madness and grief, killing her before she makes a call. That's too I don't far. know. I think I think he's going to be soft, and he's he's not going to be able to do it. And she's going to be re- relentless and crazy and kill him. Sure, probably. It would make sense for him to die, and then yeah. Could go either way. And then she'll have no one. Yep. Which would be perfect. <laughs> How many episodes are we going to have to wait before Daenerys Targaryen and uh, Jon Snow become aligned? Because, end I of mean, the season. Many... Huh? This, this could be like the end of the season. Yeah. Oh. Like the last three episodes. She's going to be like, yeah, I own all the lands. And then Jon's going to show up and he's like, yo, we're getting overran with zombies up here. What the hell are you doing? Bring them dragons up. <laughs> okay, so, and, and then how how many episodes is it going to take before Bran gets to Winterfell like it'll happen at the end of the season you'll be like how how did Daenerys conquer an entire kingdom and it took Bran an entire season to travel a day <laughs> from the wall to Winterfell yeah, with help from the Night's Watch. It's I mean, gonna take forever. He's got to get down there soon. Hopefully, I mean, come on. It's just been fucking forever. But okay. I'm thinking, I'm thinking they're still gonna try to keep uh, the uh, two Starks currently in Winterfell uh, as just the two of them for a bit to build a tension of leadership between the two because. I think Sansa is going to become very jealous of John, mm. and uh, John is going to get annoyed with all of her uh, counter ruling, where he's trying to get stuff done, and she's always interjecting at the worst points. And he backseat ruling, yeah, like side ruling and stuff. And then just doing things that's just like, come on, why are you doing this? Why are you making it harder? <laughs> Another thing that bothered me, why was Dragonstone abandoned? That was a beautiful place. How come there's no one there? She just drives up like, okay, thanks for leaving this base here for me. Like, what the hell? Well, that's because uh, it was held by um, Stannis, and Stannis took literally everyone to the wall. <laughs> That's not it was an abandoned keep. Yeah, no one like, went and took it over. I don't know why no one sent any army. All the people in King's Landing go and take over this place. Have a nice new house. Uh, like, you, here, here's a real life example about that. Detroit has enough abandoned buildings to give a home for every single homeless person in the United States. You don't see that happening. But those are like shitty abandoned buildings. This was a castle. Yeah, and she take over a homeless person. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a long food way to go. there, and 
items that are worth money and shit. I mean, it was it was just in the plan of the Lord of the Light to give it to Daenerys. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Okay. Um, the last thing that we got to talk about is Sam. Charlie. Yeah. Charlie. I want to become a wizard. In the library. I know. No balance. <laughs> okay, so he uh, he's working in the library now. The conditions are shitty as hell. And he's trying to get into the restricted section. And he doesn't have an invisibility cloak. And yeah. he, ends up, yeah. he ends up very easily just stealing the keys and then stealing some books. And finding some cool information about the mountain. Well, he already did find some information. Uh, he found out the importance of uh, the dragon keep that Daenerys is now at. That that's where the largest mine of uh, Dragonstone is. Oh, really? That's the same place? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because Dragonstone was built by the uh, Targaryens after they took over. And they built it on top of the old mine for Dragonstone when Dragonstone was valuable. But, but people forgot that, why Dragonstone was val- why it was valuable. I thought that the mine that Sam read up about was on the wall, though. No, I'm pretty sure it was at the Dragon uh, Keep, which is where he, Daenerys is at. Because he was saying what? that it's where the it's located where the wall meets the uh, water. Maybe, maybe I misunderstood. You might be right. But no, because that was... he even mentioned Stannis, though, in it. He said Stannis mentioned yeah. that under his keep. <laughs> He's like, I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. Let me. I'm gonna figure this out. Oh, you got anything to say, Twite? Uh, no, I, I pretty much took took it quite literally. The the Red Keep is on a mountain of dragon glass, and then there's a mine somewhere else up near the wall. It, I think there were two different things, and I think what Sam oh, there found... Oh, different was, things. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Sam is sending a raven to John to tell him about all this dragonstone that's up there. So, next episode, we're going to see John leading a mining expedition to go make some new weapons. <laughs> uh, I don't uh, think John did it, but, uh, you know, I, I bet uh, the little Mormon girl, I bet she leads it. I think maybe John will lead it, and then... Uh, um, Sansa will get mad at him for spending all of his time worrying about that instead of worrying about Cersei's armies that are marching towards them. Littlefinger's still around, too, and I'm thinking he might start to try to manipulate the two Starks against each other. Oh, that's a that's an interesting idea. That he's going to try to build some disputes between them. Um, I was thinking, like, earlier when uh, him and Sansa were first getting together, he was trying to make it so that she would be Queen of the North, and he got very close to his goal there. Um, so I think he still try might try to manipulate that situation. Yeah, well, John doesn't want to be a leader. He just keeps right. getting stuck in the position. Right. Because he's just a natural leader, but he doesn't want to be, which is why he's a good leader. He just wants to vacation in the beaches. Yeah. He he wants to go on adventures. He wants to do his own thing. He doesn't want to be responsible for everyone. He doesn't want to have power. He doesn't want to have control. He just wants to... <laughs> No. So will we then go to Bram as the uh, the the male trueborn? Will, will that ever happen? 
I'm thinking I, that for a while it will just be John stuck as king because he's the most qualified. Because I don't think Bran's going to be able to take over because he's now the uh, three-eyed raven. So he has his own duties he's going to have to fulfill where he won't have time to be a leader. So the no, only two... Doesn't Bran have the claim to it, though? He has the claim, yeah. But I don't think he's going to ask for it and he's uh, going to leave it on John. He's going to deny it. I guess he does, doesn't he? That's weird. What? I guess he does have the claim. I never thought about that. Everyone just thinks he's dead, though. Okay, so this episode, we didn't really see any death. So what are you guys expecting to see in episode two? Uh, They got to update us on the Dorn. How they're doing. Oh, yeah. Um... I think all that we're going to see from Dorne is they're going to come up and uh, start fighting at King's Landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna, I don't think we got anything from Theon and Yara, so we'll probably... Well, they were just uh, on the ship with Danny, weren't they? Well, yeah. But I'm pretty much just covering everyone we didn't see this episode is probably who we'll oh, get okay. caught up with next episode. Right. Same, same with uh, uh, potato or onion guy. What was his name? Onion guy. That was onion guy. Dan's his friend. Oh, the onion knight. The uh, uh, guy who served under uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, Sanister or whatever. What was his name? Ah, uh, Danny. Uh, if I don't no. remember who he is, his name is probably not going to help me. He's the guy that has a. He had a finger cut off because he used to be a uh, thief, or not a thief, a smuggler. God, that's not ringing a bell. Uh, he serves under Stannis. He learned to read from oh, Stannis' oh, daughter. Uh, Davos. Davos, thank you. Yeah. Right, he's the guy who I think is going to die. Right, right, right. Yeah. I think he's too Can't noble. Be. That's why I think he's going to die. No, right. I think he's going to build a relationship with the little bear. Now, who's the little bear? The girl. Of Bear <laughs> Island. A oh. Yeah. Because... Lame. Uh, it, he, she seems to remind him of um, the uh, of Stannis' daughter, who's was killed. Still so I lame. think he's going to become a mentor to her. I think we might actually just get a large battle sequence in the next episode. It's going to come out of nowhere. No one's going to expect it. It's going to be like some surprise force that. <laughs> We've all forgotten about. Well, no, because uh, this episode ended with uh, Danny saying, "Let's begin." And yeah. the next, the title of the next episode is Stormborn, so I think it's gonna be all about her, and she's gonna begin her, begin her attacks, and we're gonna see some awesome what? fighting in the next episode. She has dragons; they can do all the work. I don't think Westeros has anything to fight dragons. I don't know. Like we we have not oh. seen any any large enough weapon in Westeros. We did see some weapons that could have potentially hurt the dragons with siege ships over in the south, but we've never seen anything like that from anything in Westeros. Did uh Cersei use up all the dragon fire? Yes. Yeah, she told her that she blew up that whole thing, didn't she? But yeah. remember when Daenerys was attacked at the arena? and she was saved by her dragon. The dragon kept getting hit with arrows, and it looked like they were making a dent. They were actually they were. working. So I, yeah. I don't think those dragons are invincible. Well, I'm just saying, like, uh, the dragon was vulnerable because he was defending her. Whereas if he was in the air the entire time, the chances of hitting the arrow or reaching his height would have been none. But he was fighting on the ground. He was 
Fair enough. Which is why it's going to be excellent when those when the fucking ship battle happens. That's going to be yeah. awesome. That might be the battle next episode. Who knows? Uh, but they might be able to do good with some catapult bombs or something. I don't know. Well, we just haven't seen up. anything from Westeros like that yet. Like, we did see that in the uh, other country, but in Westeros, we have not seen any type of large catapult like that. I just want to see some fighting start. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be fighting. Sure. I just want the war to start in the north. God, these undead take for their time. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, King of the North? Or are you just jacking well, it? Well, that's, that's going to be like at the very end. Cause yeah, I know. The, 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 the northern, it's not like that army is all split into various battalions and is going to attack and various sections. It's all one big fucking army. So it's got to happen after whatever unification of the all the kingdoms happens. So yeah, just talking about this, that just made me think uh, the uh, their thing, whole thing of uh, of fire and ice, mm-hmm. which is their theme song, I believe, right? Well, that's the title or, of the book series. Yeah, that is actually a fire and ice. You start mm-hmm. with fire and you end with the ice. Just thinking. <laughs> well, it's going to be just you know. Dragons versus White Walkers at the end, right? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, oh, wait. Maybe Cersei is going to be losing the battle because she doesn't have any weapons to fight the dragons. And so she's going to send her armies up north to def- to befriend the White Walkers. And those will be her allies. God damn it, Cersei. I could see her doing it. <laughs> <laughs> How does one befriend the White Walkers? What's that? How does one befriend the White Walkers? By becoming Sacrifice. Remember um, the one guy uh, that the Night Watch would uh, take sanctuary at his place? He would sacrifice his firstborn. But if you, the White Walkers would take the Firstborns and turn them into, like, advanced White Walkers or something, so maybe Cersei could undergo that ritual somehow, become, like, a White Walker leader, and, yeah. and fight Daenerys that way. I think they ha- it has to be a baby that gets turned into a White Walker. Why? Because we've only seen it happen, the that type of ritual happen to babies. No, the uh, children of the forest did it to a grown person. Uh, that was a little bit different. The, yeah, he was, it was a grown little, person. It was a little bit different, but, I mean, it could happen. And Cersei would totally be willing to do that, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. After she kills Jamie, and she has nothing left, she'll be like, fuck it, I'm just going to join with the White Walkers and take over the world. God damn it, Cersei. <laughs> But wait, what was the uh, what was the prophecy about her? Wasn't she just supposed to die alone, childless? There was something about she, her. Doesn't she have to die by her brother's hand? Maybe. Yeah. Well, like in uh, the whole thing. Let's see, because first she would have her children, but they wouldn't be. The man they're married to, the man she's married to, she would become queen. Yeah, she prophesies that she's going to have incest with her brother pretty much. She's like, you're going to marry a guy, it's not going to be for love. You're going to have children, but it's not going to be his children. Referring to the fact that her children were Jamie's children. Yeah, yeah. And then you're going to see all your children die before you and and pretty much like every dream she ever had Cersei's get her reach but once she gets that dream 
it's going to fall apart. Because she wished to be the most beautiful woman in the Seven Kingdoms. And then that made her stuck married to Robert. But because she was married to Robert, she was able to become queen. But because she was queen, she got to watch her children die. I, I don't know. You guys get what I'm saying? I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to look it up. I can't seem to find it. But Yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember that. That, that. that was like two, three seasons ago. Yeah, but no, the whole yeah. thing was, it was pretty much the entire prophecy is about how she's going to get everything and then she's going to lose everything, and it's all her fault. <laughs> okay. Uh, Twy, do you have any uh, theories for next episode? Theories? Um, yeah. Um, I think there's going to be uh, an interaction between the uh, the wildling leader and um, uh, big tall blonde lady. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, talked, you could tell he's into her. That, that uh, yeah. I thought that was about to happen. There was like one scene when he was walking towards her, and she was like, "Yeah." So. Oh, he's checking her out. Oh yeah. Yeah. He he's gonna be headed to the uh to the, the one of the uh the fortresses along the wall here in a mm-hmm. bit. Oh, so yeah. I, I think I think he. The next episode is going to be them packing up and about to head out, and he's going to try to say some something or other to put himself in her mind. It's going to be a situation where, like, she's going to think that he's going to die, and so she's going to be like, "Tell you what, if you make it back, then we'll do something," and then that's okay. going to be his like driving force for the rest of the series. <laughs> I gotta get me some giant woman. (laughs) (laughs) We get such a beautiful relationship. Andrew, what do you think is going to happen? Their children would be giants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I think in the next episode, I noticed Uh we didn't get introduced to any new major players. And I know there's already a lot of major players, but I feel like in the season, there has to be one guy just kind of throw a little wrench into everything. Hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. Like, you know, just someone minor, just someone to kind of twist things up just to give a little bit unexpected. So I'm thinking we're going to get introduced to a new character here soon. We got introduced to Sam's mentor kind of guy. I don't That's know what his true. Name was, but. And I guess uh, the uncle guy, he was introduced at the last of the end of the last season, and he's still relatively new. We've only seen him in, what, one other episode? The yeah. Theon uncle. Yeah. Euron. Euron. Euron? E-U-R-O-N. Euron. Okay. I won't remember his name, but we'll try next week. And hopefully I'll remember his name. All right, guys. Remember, sounds like urine. The guy pisses you off. Pisses you off. Piss, urine, urine. That's too many stats for me to remember that. Uh, Such a simple mind you have. All right, guys. Thank you for... Uh, coming on this to talk about Game of Thrones with me. And we'll try this again next week. Alrighty. <laughs> Alright. Well, I'm going to head up to your place here in a minute, Izzy. Okay. I'll see you soon. Okay. And I'll be there in about 20. Alright. Mm-hmm. Have fun at work, Dwight. Will do. Talk to y'all later. Alright. Later, Dwight.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.